the morning after, the movies. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine! Ah! Uncensored, spoiler-filled movie reviews and fun only available at xrock.com. I'm gonna scissor kick you in the back of the head. Movie time. Hey, buddy, ever heard of a lie? Hey, have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and being until you... Pissed! Blood! Starts now. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. To the blood bank. Welcome to Morning After the Movies, Season 4, Episode 4. We are talking weird, the weird... Is it Season 5? Did I get the wrong season? Season 6. It's Season 6? What have I done with my life? I don't know, but for the last three episodes, it's been Season 6, and now you're catching on. God, that's insane. Well, welcome to Season 6 of the Morning After the Movies, Episode 4. It is Weird, the Weird Al Yankovic story, uh, the first movie we've ever done on Roku, uh, which means it's available to pretty much everybody that has a Roku TV. The Roku app is free. If you have a smart television or a smartphone or a smart anything, you can watch this movie for free as long as you're willing to put up with about three minutes of commercials at the beginning of it, and then it goes commercial-free the rest of the way. But we are here whoa, to talk about whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, you whoa, got commercial-free the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah, I totally got commercial-free the whole thing. I got to the first batch, and then it was... I had I had commercial-free for the first 30 minutes, and then I got, like, two minutes of commercials, yeah. like, every... Five eight minutes, yeah. It was it was it was obnoxious. Yeah. Now I have yeah, I have a I, Roku TV. Could that be different for me? Do you have a Roku? I, TV? Have, a, I, I have a Roku player that I played it through. Oh my god! I don't know what's happening. That's crazy. Why do and I don't I know have, why I got a commercial free? But maybe it's because I'm special. I don't know. But I, I did had, get a commercial. I mean, I've got a I've got a Roku TV as well. So. Weird. I started to think the movie was designed to have commercials play in the middle of it, the way they broke it up almost perfectly and segued back in like it just moved on, like there was no commercial. I will say that, that even though I didn't have any commercials there, there definitely felt like there were commercial breaks ready to go for it. But no, I didn't get any outside of the ones at the beginning, so I guess I'm lucky. But the point is, everybody can check it out for free. Uh, commercials apparently throughout on Roku, if you are familiar with it. Let's start with Big J, your spoiler-free uh, oh. visions of weird, the Weird Al Yankovic story. Uh, I'll tell you what, I, I didn't... Um... I didn't know what to uh, to really expect because uh, it's it's been a while since I've dipped into the Weird Al Yankovic world. And so I was expecting like a regular kind of biopic thing about the, the real life story of Weird Al Yankovic. And I'm like, he has had one hell of an interesting life. Let me tell you what I uh, I was. Uh, that's not what you get with this movie. Um, and, and that was a great surprise, even though I know. I know I didn't, I didn't, uh, I should have set myself up for that, but uh, I just started to laugh immediately. And Daniel Radcliffe is a gift. Uh, he is great. Uh, he, he can do so many different kinds of roles and he nails what I would think Weird Al as a youngster would be uh, like just in early in the business of music and uh, the hair, everything. I mean, it was on point and uh, all the cameos and guest spots that ended up popping up were fun and awesome. And, and I'm not going to, ruin it by saying what those were here um but you know that story is nothing like i thought it was going to be and i completely enjoyed the fact that it wasn't and uh i had a lot of fun watching it a lot of laughs i laughed a lot out loud and just thought some of this stuff was just crazy and off the rails uh so if you had to get it a letter grade what would you give it jay i'm gonna give it an a an a big j gives it an a very nice. All right, Ian, to you, sir. What did you think about Weird, the Weird Al Yankovic story? 
this was clearly all based on a true story, and I don't know where Jay's coming up with his thoughts. Right. If there was anything mystical or fake throughout the entire thing, if anyone paid attention to life in the eighties, this is one hundred percent accurate. <laughs> um, I, I mean, there might have been a few couple small jokes thrown in there, a little bit of like you know squishing around a little bit, but I, I think Weird Al pretty much uh, hit it right out of the ballpark. And this was, uh, yeah, again, Daniel Radcliffe, so good. So good. He doesn't even try to act like what you think Weird Al would act like. He's just Daniel Radcliffe with a mustache and a wig. And it's amazing. And it's, I mean, I, I would almost say that everyone who's portraying another character only passively tries to do it and doesn't care if they're hitting it at all. They just don't care. They'll put on the outfit. Because there's a lot of pop culture references throughout the movie because, I mean, it's the Weird Al story. So we're getting a lot of the 80s and stuff. But no one... No one's putting in the effort, and that just makes it all the better. This this was a movie that was phoned in the proper way, and I loved it. I loved everything I, about it. The acting, by the way, yeah. the writing was not phoned in. Everything about the production was not phoned in, but the acting was almost on purposely. Just like, just show up and be yourself and put on this wig and just read these lines. That's fine. Just sell it the way you want to. And it made it so much better because it was done just with, with, with a sly grin on its face. So, um, letter grade, I agree with Jay. I'd give it an A. Very nice. Uh, and uh, as far as, as I'm concerned, um, uh, you know, uh, on the record, uh, I am a huge Weird Al Yankovic fan. Uh, probably the artist I've seen live in concert the most. I've been an unapologetic fan since I've been a teenager, and I love everything about the man. I saw the trailer, so unlike Jay, I knew what this is going to be kind of going in, which was a send-up of his life and that kind of thing. Um, and, and still... I I thought it was absolutely amazing. I mean, every part of this movie, if if there was a movie that said, let's make a movie just for Nick, this would be the movie because it's about Weird Al Yankovic. It's goofy. It's funny. It parodies biopic films, which I think are far too, uh, you know, basically out there these days. And uh, I love the fact that it's completely goofy. It's ridiculous. It's absurd. It's got like every comedian I'm a fan of in it in some way, shape or form. So many former guests of the morning after are in this production. And uh, I laughed out loud several times. Somehow, even though I knew what I was getting into, the stuff I enjoyed the most were the straight up surprises. Like, like, you know, you have no idea what this movie is going to do and where it's going to go and some of the stuff that it does. And it does it so well and so funny. And it's clear that everybody's on board for the same goofy ass production that you're getting and absurd kind of Dewey Cox walk hardness. But I think even done yes. better in my opinion uh, than, than that, because it's just, it's just one of those things. Well, first it's a real character, which is makes it that much funnier, but also everybody <laughs> knows it's goofy and it's funny and it just goes out there and lays it all on the line. It doesn't care. And I had a blast watching it. I, I did actually watch it twice uh, over the weekend because it's that kind of movie where I was like, this is when I can rewatch and actually enjoy right away. Hold on. Yeah. And both times, both times, no commercials throughout the entire thing. That is correct. I had to, I watched it the first time <laughs> with commercials in the beginning. And then the end, there was no commercials throughout. It was crazy. I'm I don't know what so I'm doing. Bad about this. Discrimination, man. Discrimination. I do. I, and here's the weird thing. And listen, don't get mad at me, Roku. I never use the Roku app. Like, this is the first time I might have actually fired it up for this particular thing. So I don't know why I'm getting preferential treatment. It doesn't make any st in any sense to me. I, but I've I, accidentally I, downloaded it so many times <laughs> by clicking the button twice and it comes out. I'm like, no, delete. I don't care about this app. I don't want it on my screen. And now it's the one time I wanted it and it gave me all the commercials. It's 
But no, I I got lucky, and and I will say uh, absolutely no notes on this movie. I think it's pitch perfect from the word go. I I would watch it again, time and time again. This one is a perfect five-star movie for me, just out of sheer enjoyment. And I, I, again, I was actually surprised and blown away because even when you think you know what this movie's going to do, it it gives you something else completely out of left field that you wouldn't see coming in a million years, and it's usually really, really funny. And I say that as a fan of Weird Al's UHF, which I think is criminally underrated as a movie, and this one, I think, is at least is properly rated. It looks like people are jumping on board and calling it hilarious and getting the joke, which I certainly appreciate, which did not happen with UHF. So, it is nice to get a little bit of recognition as the the true parody master that he is and doing a really good job with this movie from all yeah. parts involved. From the director of the movie who I didn't heard of. Did you know, did, did you do any research on who directed the movie, Jay? Uh, no. Do you know who, no, where, where he, he got his start on a little show called Son of Zorn and Big Jay is the only guy oh. I know that actually watched Son of Zorn. He was the director of that series and that's how he got his start. And, uh, and now he's making this God movie and wrote him. this movie. So Great, great hmm. job from the production department, from the costume department, from the celebrities who Ian is absolutely right. Do not seem to care if they're, who they're cast as. They're just out there having a good time. But uh, I'll say the acting in this movie from the actual people that were in it, from Daniel Radcliffe, not only that, but uh, another criminally underrated actor, Toby Buss, who plays his father in this film, is fantastic oh, yeah. and hilarious. Oh, so good. Julia oh, Nicholson, so who plays his mom, who was in uh, uh, Mayor of East Ham uh, on HBO, who should probably won an Emmy for it. She was fantastic in this film. Uh, it's just, it's great. I, I love that when they're trying to be serious, they knock it out of the park. When they're trying to be goofy, they knock it out of the park. It's a really, really good movie. So A plus, as far as I'm concerned, go check out this film. I was going to say, when I was watching it, I completely forgot about Like, oh, this is the guy who made UHF. I mean, <laughs> duh. I should have realize what kind of nonsense and silliness I was going to get. And yeah, that movie is unheralded and, and deserves a, a much more cult following than it has. And so, you know, absolutely right. I mean, this, I, I feel like this should have been, this should be in a theater. Like this is a movie I would like to go see instead of watching it during having commercials all the time throughout the damn movie. Well, I didn't have that problem. I will say, I feel like this movie would be a lot more fun to watch with a crowd with like a bunch of people yeah. together and enjoying it and having a good time and everybody in on the joke. I bet you this is one where I could do like, I could see like midnight screenings getting hosted throughout the country as it goes forward. And it becomes a classic because it's a really funny movie. And yeah, very it'd, be, cool. it'd be a good one to have at a house party too, though. Cause you know, there's plenty of piss breaks with all the commercial breaks. Unless we're watching it. Nick, house in which case we would be able to watch it in the movie theater experience everywhere i guess come on over if you want to watch a commercial free guys i mean you're invited anytime you want a screening uh should we get into the spoiler section of things guys uh yeah yeah let's do it spoiler ahead spoiler spoiler alert spoiler alert all right uh ian you want to start with some spoilers I think that Evan Rachel Wood as Madonna was probably <laughs> some of the best casting to make Madonna be as evil as we all thought she was, but to take her to the criminal level of evil that she was, to taking over a drug cartel that ultimately leads to killing Weird Al at the end. I love it. I love that she took over a drug cartel. They kill Pablo Escobar for no reason because he loves Weird Al. Then he kidnaps Madonna, who's Weird Al's 
Just the whole, the whole press, the, the 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 jungle rescue where he's wearing the same crazy shirt but in camo, camouflage. Like camouflage just showed up. I've never killed that many people before. <laughs> just the way they phrase things for him to go in and save them. But honestly, after everything, because I mean, you guys go through a lot of different parts of the movie. The the different comedians who showed up, all the different actors. The end of the movie, when they roll the credits, and they take pictures of Weird Al and now Photoshop him, they start out with cute baby pictures and then Photoshop him into Force the right. Movie with Weird Al doing stuff. It was just so... Oh, it was so good. It was um, good. It was. I was, I, was, I was very much a fan of just every slight joke, every little thing. It was sold very well. And yeah. Not a single reference to UHF, but they didn't have to because the entire movie was almost an homage to the gift that was UHF when you break oh, it man. down. So, uh, I, I mean, yeah, I don't. I mean, just God, everything. I mean, it's uh, it, it, one one thing too is is I'm like I couldn't help but when I see uh, Daniel Radcliffe, I mean, he, he with the hair and everything, it makes me. I, I thought that I was watching Adam. <laughs> as, as Weird Al, because with the hair and everything, I'm like, yeah. oh, this is my good friend. I mean, what a weirdo. Um, no, I, I, I just, what Ian said, the whole Madonna thing blew me away how they just, I mean, that would just turn the real story completely on its head. And uh, I, and it made me want to, was any of this, like, real? Like, did he date Madonna? No, no, no. he never dated Madonna. No, no. He never, the whole, the he whole did idea kill of Pablo Escobar. That him. is the truth, though. He did do yeah, for the weird album. That, well, no, no, none I of them. I mean, outside of like I, I the, think, the Dr. Demento, them recording like um, another well, one rides the and, bus in the bathroom. That's real. But and then, the rest of, then it, of course, Michael Jackson parodying his no, song. God, beat it. That that's was my favorite part. That was my favorite. That was real. That was real. That was real. No, see, that's to me. Ian, you remember this very well. When we started playing Johnny Cash's version of Hurt, how many yeah. people would call up and try to tell us that he was the original writer yeah. of that song and people like yeah. legitimately believe, believe that and so it's mm-hmm. like <laughs> I was like now I'm confused like who <laughs> came first like See, I don't know for sure I that was my favorite twist of the movie was that they made they made eat it an original song and then Michael Jackson parodied that to make <laughs> eat it and that be it's <laughs> so and then that's the rest of his career all originals that other yeah. people stole from him his dad wrote Amish Paradise and Coolio's sitting in the crowd oh scheming. Coolio and the just scheming at the end was such a it's great I mean great. like especially because Coolio just passed away like well, this movie was still being <laughs> no. made like well he's not gonna sue us now over his portrayal he's gone so it was uh it was very funny you can take that pool scene by the way and put it right in the smithsonian where where i mean that's got where it's got all the cameos that we're talking about i mean there's so many layers to that freaking scene that are so great from jack black andy warhol that was hilarious I mean, even uh, Paul F. Tompkins as Gallagher and like his his trance, yes. like clapping when he starts the thing <laughs> yes. is so goddamn yes. funny. I watched that scene like three oh, times and then he's coming up with a parody on the spot. The fact that nobody recognizes the basis from Queen is hilarious. I mean, oh, that's everything so good. about it is a wonderful, wonderful scene from top and to then, bottom. And then Jack Black as Wolf, uh, as Wolfman, <laughs> Wolfman Jack, Jack is just... God, man! Even his just... reaction to getting tased should be up for an Oscar nomination. That the way that scene ends is Wolfman Jack gets tased at the party, and it's hilarious. It's hilarious. 
everything. Doctor Demento, Rain Wilson is a badass with his pool parties. Just... This this should profile for you, friends who you who will be your friends. Like if if somebody watches this movie and doesn't think it's funny and doesn't get it, they shouldn't be in your life. It's a great test. Well, it's a great test, whether you're a Weird Al fan or not. Before this, there was a what was it? It was a college humor thing that this was all based off of anyway, right? Like it yeah, was it was Aaron Paul originally. As, Aaron yeah. Paul was it, and then Doctor Demento, I believe, was Patton Oswalt in that. Correct. And then they kind of just did it all as a side joke. And then they decided, it's like, well, let's make a full movie out of it, which led to this, which, you know, just incredible. Just incredible in how the... it all turned out. How they took it, they took a funny joke that someone wrote a three minute short right. and then turned it into a powerful 90 minute movie based on so it. So funny. So. And I think Evan Rachel Wood was Madonna in in the trailer as well. I could she be wrong, was. but I think that's the she... one thing that carried over from the trailer to the actual film. And perfectly cast, by the way. She's fantastic as Madonna. No jokes. She's really, really good at it and actually captures the character pretty well from the 80s Madonna anyway, for sure. And uh, like I, was just looking at the, I was just looking at the IMDb, the top cast. Doesn't even have her in here, but I think that's mostly to protect the fact that she's playing Madonna. So actually, if you look at it, you'll notice that it's uh, it's done by appearance. That's how MDB did it. So yeah, you have to dig really far. Give Come on, Jay. She doesn't show up till halfway through the no. movie. They got to get through the fact that their dad hates the fact that their dad works in a factory where we don't know what they made. <laughs> they never know what they made in the factory. <laughs> what do my, they make uh, in this other... factory? Your dad said you were funny. My other favorite part about the movie, yeah. uh, callback-wise, was Hey Boy. I loved Hey Boy. I don't know why, just because it's so goofy. But hey the Boy fact that he put such it... a dumb thing. Uh, hey Boy. <laughs> Even when he's going to kill Pablo Escobar, and they, they, they're speaking in Spanish, and they go, es un... Hey Boy. And hey, hey Boy is just laying in the bush. <laughs> yes. God damn it. It's so funny. So I, I definitely say you should go out. It sounds like we're all emphatically I, fans of this film. Is it, I hope that it's going to be up on digital to buy because I would rather buy this and then never have to do it. Again, if you don't want commercials, you just have to go to Nick's house. It just doesn't I'll have commercials. Anytime you want. They, anytime you want. Yeah, they're, they're well aware that Nick loves Weird Al the most. I think you were blessed by your by your love of Weird Al. How you, how you love Al so much. They're just like, if we give this guy commercials, he'll riot. He'll riot yeah, right now. He might be right. Uh, so, far, so far, best movie of the year. Uh, listen, it's cracking my top five. Right. I guarantee yeah. it. Just from sheer enjoyability. Uh, just from sheer enjoyability. Know. And there's some serious the, movies in my top five, but this is fun. It's just fun and hilarious and good time. But if we have to base it only on the movies that we've streamed for this so far, it is a toss-up between this and the monsters. Really, really <laughs> close. That's what I was thinking. Oh, man, he makes so a good close. point. He makes a good point. Yeah. I believe we're all on, on the same wavelength here. Uh, get the Roku app, watch the commercials, power through, and watch Weird, the Weird Al Yankovic story. Nobody will be sorry. And we are going to check back in with Wakanda Forever, right? That's the next episode? Yeah, it's a double. I assume week. so. We'll yeah. be back for season two of the morning after the movies with Wakanda Forever. <laughs> season six. Episode season six. five is the season is four. We're going backwards. But yes, we'll be back. Click the like and subscribe button. Thank you for tuning in, and we appreciate you downloading the podcast. We'll check out you out in a few. Bye.